Hello everyone, welcome to Movie Tragic. I'm one of your co-hosts, Ryan Prusy, and joining me in person for the first time in three months? Yeah, something like that. Uh, <laughs> is my co-host, Alex Richmond. How you doing, bud? It's been too long. Yeah, it has been a while. Uh, I'm doing alright. Uh, I'm at your new place. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it before, it's very nice. Thank you, thank you. Um, this is weird to do this in person, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> now we got so used to, uh, doing it remote, but, uh... How you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm getting uh, getting through it like my my yeah. Your catchphrase. Yeah. If we get shirts, that's gonna be one of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you? How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay. Just uh, also getting through it. Um, just trying to get through this. Uh, get through the holidays essentially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, we need to talk about that later. Right? We Go yeah that, yeah huh? yeah. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Um, no one wants to hear that. No one wants to hear that. <laughs> on the podcast. But uh, what are you playing and what have you played and watched lately? Well, uh, I've been playing God of War like uh, the both of us have. Uh, I've been really enjoying it. It's been a very fun experience. Uh, I, what do you think of it so far? Uh, I beat it. Mm-hmm. Um, I beat it on November. 12th or 11th i'd have to check my trophies oh, but yeah essentially i played it from 9 <laughs> till 4 30 in the morning that night <laughs> um it was one of those like it's 2 30 i can go another hour mm-hmm. next time i check the clock <laughs> oh 4 45 time for me to lay down and watch some stargate um <laughs> get some more chris judge in my life yep. um but yeah I, I i love it uh you and me have been texting back and forth about it we'll talk about it a little bit more after we're done with our uh what we played and watched, but yep, yeah, really enjoying it. Anything else? I've uh, been watching. Uh, <laughs> this one's kind of silly, but The Big Bang Theory, just because it's a nice long show to watch. Just There's cause... a lot of other great long shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've been having fun with it. It's it's a little uh, it's a little mean to uh, sexist. people like yeah, sexist. <laughs> there, it's 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 a little fucking racist too honestly racist and homophobic yeah yeah but you can tell as it gets farther down the line that they realize that that's fucked up Uh, it takes a long time it is a 12 season show it started in like 2008 so at least it's a show that tried to evolve i guess but still no excuse for how they treat some of the people in the show yeah i love me some kaylee kuko um voices uh harley yeah um in the harley quinn animated series on hbo max and i really enjoy her she's hilarious now she's being nominated every year for that flight attendant oh really yeah i think she's been nominated every year mm-hmm. uh for that show so good for her i i'm glad that she's the one getting the success <laughs> yeah I've, I've never seen that show i still don't know what it's even about <laughs> i don't either i think it goes to like a i feel like it's one of those shows it's like it starts off simple but second season like what's getting this a mob shit like she's like i don't know it just feels like it could go into that route like she's sneaking stuff in or something yeah that could be i don't know probably not for me (laughs) but but it would be interesting to see her in a in a show where she actually gets to stretch her acting talents like because she's been in so many sitcoms yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> she's great in Harley, though. I think she does have more range there. Yeah. Um, but it's just not her, and most people don't, still don't pay attention to who the voice is. Where I'm always like, who voices this person? Yeah. Um, like it was cool to have Jason Alexander in the first season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had a lot of actors and actresses in that show doing voices I would not have expected. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean Alec, 
Alan Tudyk does Joker and uh, Clayface. Uh-huh. He's pulling double duty on that show. But that man also can just voice a random animal in a Lion King movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else? Uh, I've been playing the new Pokemon, which has been uh, super fun, but an extremely big mess. Uh, it plays horribly... But, uh, you know, it's Pokemon. You can still expect the gameplay loop to be exactly the same, pretty much. Yeah, so. yeah. Is it closer to Legends, or is it closer to the old style? Uh, I think it's closer to Legends. It's uh, Sometimes it's pretty difficult, so it cu- does kind of feel like that part of it is closer to the original ones. Uh, but it's more open-ended, and uh, you can just do whatever you want. So okay. if you want to do the... It's like Breath of the Wild argument, <laughs> like everybody does. I guess there's that that you can compare it to. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Um, didn't you and me, when they announced Scarlet and Violet coming out this year, weren't we like, that seems kind of short, they just came out with a game. Yeah. I think we talked about this, and it seems like we were right. <laughs> yeah, I think it's been less Which than a year. Which is weird, because it's Nintendo. Mm-hmm. A mainline Nintendo game, and usually those do not come out buggy. They will delay those if they have to. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they are buggy, it's not like this. Yeah. Usually when you see games broken like this, it's something like, I don't know, Anthem. Yeah. <laughs> like something that just completely fell, or No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. Um, but the great thing is, uh, there's now patches, and they can just patch the game eventually. I'm sure it'll be good by... Hopefully by the end of this... I'm I'm guessing they want to fix it by the end of December for kids to get on Christmas. Yeah. That would be my guess. Mm-hmm. Is like what they're crunching on right now. Yeah. But also just delay the game. <laughs> yeah. They should have just done it. They still had a little bit of time, so... <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, you could easily delay that by a month or two. I feel... It feels like they just wanted to get it out for the holiday season. Yeah. Um, But... So I've been... Uh, I watched... um. Nope. Uh, the okay. Jordan Peele movie. It was, um, finally came to Peacock. I'd been kind of waiting for a few months. I heard it was coming to Peacock, but there was yeah. no word on when. It was like, holiday! I'm like, that doesn't help me. I <laughs> really want to know when. And then I watched it, and, uh, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was funny. My mom texted me. She's like, I didn't really understand it. I was like, well, it's just an alien movie. She's like, yeah, but where are the themes? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, Yeah. Because with us and Get Out, the themes are so much more on the surface. Yeah. Uh, Nope's themes are a little bit more subdued. Um, The one I actually took away the most was um, Exploitation of Wild Animals. Oh, yeah. Um, Just the idea of getting money off of wild animals, and at the end of the day, they are a wild animal. Hmm. (laughs) And you should never try to... Which was, I think, a reference, the monkey killing... Smashing a woman's face. Wasn't that a reference to that monkey that tore that woman's face on that talk show? Yeah, I think so. Because it was way too similar to the fact that it was just her face that got messed up. And mm. it was felt like that was a commentary on that specific incident. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, if you don't know by now, I'm pretty sure everybody knows it's just like an alien invasion movie, essentially. But it's much more different mm-hmm. than normal invasion no, alien it's Jordan Peele so you're not gonna get a standard thing yeah <laughs> but it's clear his biggest influences here like every other movie Twilight Zone mm-hmm. and Spielberg yeah a lot of Spielberg uh type shots in this movie reaction shots especially and 
what I love about Jordan Peele is every movie you can do the Leonardo DiCaprio meme of pointing at the TV when they say the title of the movie. <laughs> um, every movie has it. Yep. Um, so I, I pre- and it feels organic. It doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like it's I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a, just a hilarious title of just like um, we're not some Top Gun maverick, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. This ain't no Friday the 13th Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. Um, I kind of wish they would fit those long-ass <laughs> yeah. titles into the movie. I would love that. Um, I, I just want Luke Skywalker to be like, I love Star Wars. Um, <laughs> and, Han just, and then Han is going, I hate it! <laughs> um, then I've been watching some Zarga SG-1 as I previously uh, mentioned during... Uh, the little God of War thing, and uh, God, I just love that show. It's just fun. It's just great show to have on in the background while I'm playing some Marvel Snap. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've been playing Marvel Snap. Yeah. Yeah, I got you hooked. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> You're sending me screenshots of your decks and stuff. I was like, oh, look what I did to this poor boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't been playing it too much lately because I ran out of freaking credits to upgrade things, so I don't have any more. <laughs> you just got to do those dailies. I know. <laughs> yeah, I do those dailies. Um, yeah, I actually haven't played in a few days myself, or any of my mobile games. I need to, so I'm getting kicked out of my guilds. Um, played a little bit of Skyrim. Um, I just want to... <laughs> since it's out on PS Plus, I'm going to give you a fun glitch you can do. So in the very beginning of the game, uh, a dragon attacks you, you go into like a circular room, you steal a guy's clothes, and then these Imperial soldiers attack you, if you grab the key from one of the bodies before that guy does, you can just pummel him with the weapon that you got, go into stealth mode, and you can, if you want to, get to 100 one-handed, you can. It's much easier to get to 100 stealth, but you can get your first 100 skill before you even start the game, really. Um, is that cheap? Yes, but um, also I just wanted a nice quick trophy. Um, when I actually work for it, my god. Um, and so that's a nice little trick if uh, anyone wants to play some uh, Skyrim over the holiday. And uh, then I watched Smile, haven't finished it. I'm kind of eh. like it got really hyped up for me from other people I know, and people are like, "Wow, this is a really fun movie." I'm like, okay, I'm not really seeing the fun part of this. Um, I think it's actually quite boring at times, and not in a good boring, like a there would be blood good boring, but in a, I don't know, just Thor Dark World kind of boring. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely is. Um, and honestly, the whole gimmick of the smile is really creepy at first, mm-hmm. but man, it gets, you're just like, kind of like, I get it. Mm-hmm. And not everybody in the movie can pull off the creepy smile. No, it kind of just looks goofy at times. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then that gimmick just gets old real fast. I do like the... I forget her name. She directed the movie. Um, I liked the way she shot the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's some really cool just, like, overhead shots and the way she used the camera was really clever. Um, so I want to see her do something with a better script. <laughs> That's kind of uh, where I stand with that. But um, I'm trying to think of anything else. God, if if I did, I just forgot it, I guess. But um, yeah, and then uh, I do have one more. Oh, Chucky season two spo- nice. uh, finale is tomorrow. They also dropped a major Sopranos spoiler. 
That's I think we're just at, are we just at the age where that show is now 20 years old where it can just be spoiled and it's like if you haven't watched it you haven't watched it that's on you yeah. i think we're at that point with that show with how old it is are you attacking me right now a little bit <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah they just straight up spoil one of the like guest star deaths um which is i was like wow all right <laughs> um all right uh yeah let's just talk a little bit more about god of war uh you and me were texting back and forth on it um and one of the things, and actually you were dead on because Eric Williams, the director, said that one of his main influences of Odin um, was a movie, The Bronx Tale. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So, like, the whole mob thing, that was purposeful. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a little... It threw me off at first. Yeah. But I got used to it pretty quick, and I was like, this is kind of the right choice. Because we did have that old school dialogue with the original trilogy so why not do something a little bit different here and i think it just works um and uh, i can't believe it's richard schiff from the west wing that plays odin <laughs> yeah. um <laughs> which is just amazing casting and then ryan hurst from sons of anarchy mm-hmm. and i recently mentioned base motel he's also in that mm-hmm. um as like a hippie so it's really weird to see him as <laughs> thor um but he's a big ass dude mm-hmm. um ryan hurst great great actor christopher judge probably gonna win performance of the year <laughs> uh especially when you get toward the um i don't know the fifth act of that game really <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. um yeah it's a it's it's one of those there were parts of me while playing it um no spoilers we're not gonna give any way any spoilers I'll, I'll obviously alex hasn't even beaten it yet so but there were times i was like boy i can't believe this is still going yeah. uh just a little bit but once you get to a certain part um it kind of just kicks into like a high gear of just like everything feels desperate. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when the game like really hits its um, sweet spot um, and it earns it um, every second of the way. So I really love it. Um, what I love most about it, honestly, is man, they are referencing everything. Mm-hmm. They are leaving no stone untouched. They mentioned Demos, who is character, characters, Kratos' brother. From Ghosts of Sparta? Or is that the one? I forget which one. Um, but the mentioned Demos, I was like, oh, yeah. he's never been mentioned since that game. Yeah, um, a very big part, too. So. It's a huge part of his story, yeah. <laughs> um, of Kratos' story. And then they even mention Ascension. Mm-hmm. Like, he says, I've had a shackle around my neck before. I'm like, that's an Ascension reference. <laughs> um, so they're bringing everything to the forefront. Um, one of my favorite uh back and forth was kratos t- telling them about god of war 2 plot where he tells um a character about <laughs> tells a character about uh uh how he destroyed the sisters of time and they just go that's incredibly stupid and irresponsible <laughs> <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> which was kratos in a nutshell yeah. in that greek all uh three games. <laughs> all three games but uh, what do you think of it overall? Is it going to be your game of the year? Where's it sitting with you for it? Uh, well, uh, I know the big fight is is God of War and Elden Ring. I definitely think out of the two, it's God of War for me. Uh, but right now, I'm kind of in the slump <clears throat> of the story, I feel like. So I'm kind of waiting for everything to go back up. Yeah. and You I, are in kind of the, not the low point of the story, but sort of a... It's uh, kind of just 
trending and like a straight line. It's not going up or down. Yeah. You know. So I can see when when it moves up again that I'm definitely going to put it there for game of the year. Mm. There's no uh, uh, games that I think even really are on par with it right now for this year. And there have been a lot of good games. So I yeah. don't really see anything surpassing it even though we, I am at kind of an even low point right now in the game. So, How do you feel about the too much talking during puzzles? I do not like that. Cause you know you can turn it off. Oh, I did not know that. It's in the accessibilities menu. I forget okay. what it's exactly called, mm -hmm. but I would just Google it, and you can if you want to, just because it's just like, oh, come on, brother, just throw your axe over there. And yeah. I'm like, man, I just got here. <laughs> yeah, it's been like five seconds. <laughs> um, yeah, they don't even really give you a chance to figure it out. Mm -hmm. um, but you can turn that down. That is an accessibility option. That's like the been the number one thing I've seen people complain about the game, mm -hmm. is that specifically. Yeah. Um, I've seen a few people complain about Atreus. I'm like, he's a teenager. Yeah. Do you remember being a teenager? I was insufferable as a teenager. <laughs> yeah. All the way up until I was like almost 21. Mm -hmm. So, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's just how you are in your late, early 20s, late teens. You're mm -hmm. just kind of an insufferable little shit. <laughs> and they, like, just hard-headed. Mm -hmm. I'm always right. I'm the right one, Dad. You're wrong, kind yeah. of. Um... And it's just really well done in that way. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I'm, I fucking love this game. The combat still is just yeah. crisp as hell. Um, I would say one of my... F one complaint I have personally, I, the puzzle stuff is whatever. Also, it's optional to turn off. Mm -hmm. This is also optional, but I don't like turning that stuff off. But there's a certain ability that you can get with arrows that can create chain reactions mm -hmm. and sometimes i'm spending five minutes just trying to figure out the right pattern yeah and i'm just like oh please make this just a little bit easier on me and sometimes it has to be such a specific area where mm -hmm. you have to do it and um, also and i don't think the game tells you that if you just hit that same area a bunch of times it grows Oh, yeah. I did I not know, know that, that yeah. until I watched uh, Jacksepticeye play. I was like, hmm. oh, shit. <laughs> did not know you could do that. Yeah. Um, which, I'm like, I could have finished so many more mm. chests if I knew that. Because yeah. there was points I was like, I give up, and I just walked away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, really liking it. We're both really liking it. Um, so that's one of our two bald boys we're talking about today. Um, <laughs> the other being uh, Bronson, hmm. uh, the movie we were talking about today. Um, do you think Kratos' penis is also covered with the daughter of, the ashes of his daughter and wife? Alex is just looking down right now, so disappointed <laughs> in me. But I'm asking the hard-hitting questions here, people. Unfortunately, I think yes. Okay, okay. I just want to clarify. <laughs> it's a hard-hitting question, but it's also a question that has probably come up several times during development. <laughs> yeah like are we gonna show kratos's dick in this game <laughs> it, it was, was tom hardy playing the role he wouldn't have cared apparently <laughs> according to bronson that's true uh he looks uh, we'll get to it he just looks so different with just the mustache and the bottom like that yeah. doesn't even look like tom hardy yeah. <laughs> and then when he doesn't have the mustache i'm like that's tom hardy yeah <laughs> it's weird <laughs> um all right let us get into the news. We got, like, three sad ones. It could oh. have been five. 
But I had to, I actually cut a few out uh, just because I didn't want it to be that depressing. But I do want to say rest in peace to uh, Aaron Carter. Oh, yeah. Um, young man, just kind of struggled with a lot of... He was child child star, classic child star shit. Yep. And it's, uh, it's a damn shame. And there was one other, and God, I'm so sorry, I'm forgetting who it was. Oh, Jason David Frank? No, actually, that's in the news. Okay. Uh, just because that's a huge part of your and mine childhood. Yeah. Um, God, I could talk for 40 minutes just about the those Power Ranger toys, mm-hmm. the plastic toys that were the weapons. Yeah. And you could shoot them, but then if you turn them around, they're also a fucking... Oh, they were so cool. <laughs> I love that shit. I had the, uh, the black... Was it the black axe? Mm-hmm. That could also... Uh, you can just turn around and be like a shotgun type thing. That was just cool. Um, all right. Ooh, this one. Um, this one really hit me. Kevin Conroy has passed away at age 66, who uh, yeah. played the beloved Batman uh, in me and Alex's lives. Definitely the definitive Batman, I think, for both you and me. Definitely. Um, I remember recently there was an IGN poll and like who's your defendant batman and it was i think michael keaton christian bale and then he was third mm-hmm. and then think of like the two blockbuster movie stars and then the animated guy's third yeah is nuts mm-hmm. uh which really just that's actually more of a compliment to him than a not trying to disrespect that he's just the voice but um when i are you the same way when you read a batman comic you just have kevin conroy's voice in your head yeah okay yeah mm-hmm. that's how much he meant to us um Meant to me, especially. The Arkham games were fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. He was incredible in them. Um, and he actually invented the Batman voice. Mm-hmm. He was the one that suggested it. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, we should have him. <laughs> Someone's going to recognize his voice sooner rather than later. He's a billionaire. Yeah. Um, so he also just a brilliant man. Really deeply cared about that character. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what say you about it? Uh, I mean, every story that you heard about him, even outside of being Batman, he was a kind, generous dude. So, he lived up to... Batman. To Batman. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, I'm getting a little teary right now. (laughs) (laughs) Favorite episode? Uh, I don't know, I really like the Clayface ones. God! (laughs) Just adapt that storyline into a movie. (laughs) You got my ticket. Yep. Um... All right, and then, yeah, again, I'm going to get teary if we keep talking about this. Uh, so, Jason David Frank, best known for donating the green and white ranger personas, um, has also passed away. Again, another legacy guy. Yeah. <laughs> Our childhoods are just dying off one by one. It yeah. sucks ass. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, just, uh, and I believe he did some real-life fighting. I think he did some USC fighting, if I remember. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, so he was actually a badass in real life as well. Mm-hmm. Um, not a... Not the man with the ponytail you want to mess with. Yeah. Um. <laughs> he, and he came to Chico and taught uh, karate to some of the kids. I I was too young to remember, but I did do karate for a while. I do remember something about that happening. I mean, we all did day. karate as kids. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, huge legacy. Um, it's just sad <clears throat> to see. He loved his character, too. Just yeah. Just like Kevin Conroy. He, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's move on from this one more sad thing. I'm sorry. And this one's actually pretty huge. Chris Hemsworth learned during an episode of his National Geographic show, Limitless, a possesses two copies of the APOE4 gene, one from both parents, which leads to a greatly increased chance for developing Alzheimer's. Oh, wow. 
Uh, in response, he says, I'm going home. I'm going to have a good chunk of time off and just simply be with my wife and my kids. I completely get it, and I just hope that he's okay mentally. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that's terrifying to learn. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't even imagine that. So, um, yeah, I just... I, I think probably... Avengers, I'm not trying to get into the acting thing, but just, like, I think probably whenever we see Thor next will be his last time. Yeah. Probably, honestly, in a few years. Mm -hmm. I think it'll be that long. Uh, maybe he makes a cameo in Guardians 3 at the end or something. Yeah. Like, a post credit scene or something. But other than that, yeah, um, I wish him and his family the best. Definitely. Alright, getting to some happy fun news. Uh, Audrey Paza... And Sashir Zamata have been reported for roles opposite Catherine Hahn and Joe Locke and Agatha uh, Coven of Chaos. The, excuse me, WandaVision spinoff series for Disney+. Plus. I have no idea how this show's actually going to be. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a weird, uh, that was a weird announcement in the first place. Um, I love Catherine Hahn. Um mm. But Audrey Plaza, uh, that's a bit of a Parks and Rec reunion here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm excited for this. She um, has been a Marvel villain before. Oh, really? Legion. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, she's in Legion. She plays, um, God, I forget the character's name, oh, but it was a Shadow character King. created for the show. Yeah, she's essentially Sauking, but she was called something. Lenny. Lenny. Mm. Um, that was the name of the character. Uh, a lot of people do not like that show. They're like, this is so confusing. I'm like, that's the point. <laughs> um, you just got to push through it. Push through it. But um, you excited for this? Or for uh, her to be in the MCU? Oh, yeah. Um, I love her. <laughs> I really want to see her new movie that just came out this year. Oh, it's like... Emily the Criminal. Yeah. I really want to see that. I heard it's amazing. Yeah. Um, hopefully she gets nominated for that. I heard that there's possibly uh, some buzz for her. And I'll, there's been a lot of buzz for... Brandon Frazier in the whale lately. Oh, good, good. Um, for him getting the Oscar. Um, a lot of people are like, yep, he's won it. <laughs> yep. I mean, I, re I just saw the teaser trailer where he has like one line and I'm like tearing up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't even imagine. <laughs> and it's got, uh, what's her name from Fear Street and... Uh, uh, Sadie something? Sadie Sink? Yeah. Sadie Sink. All right. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, gain a theatrical release February 15th. This has just been a running joke on this podcast <laughs> at this point. I wish we have to see this movie, yeah. otherwise it'll, just, it'll be all for nothing. <laughs> but I'm excited for this movie. Um, it's probably not going to be good, yeah. but that's fine. I'm just glad people are trying weird shit like this. Yeah. Um, oh, God. If you were to tell me... Ryan, you have one wish to make something in television. What would it be? I didn't even know what I wanted until I read this news story. <laughs> Friday the 13th prequel, Brian Fuller, head of, Han uh, head of Hannibal, an A24 series going to Peacock <laughs> called Crystal Lake. Brian Fuller, Hannibal, A24, Friday the 13th. It's Christmas for me. <laughs> I'm so excited! <laughs> Well, I, I gotta ask you, because I've heard this news, what do you think the, the show will even, like, be about that would make it interesting for several seasons? I don't know, but I... If you don't know, Brian Fuller's actually a huge Friday the 13th dork. Mm -hmm. He loves... He has Friday the 13th um, parties, Halloween parties, <laughs> like, where you have to dress up as a Friday the 13th character. <laughs> he constantly does this. Hmm. Um, well, a lot of people are a little bit worried because <laughs> he has left many of shows. 
no. Um, he kind of clashes with creative heads of studios and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it being Friday the 13th and something he deeply cares about, I think there's more of a chance that he actually does do this show. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, he's an eccentric man. Um, <laughs> I love him, but uh, he is... Uh, a weird dude, but yeah, he loves his Friday Thirteenth. So there's no one I would rather do this than him. An A24. When I saw an A24 logo and I saw Crystal Lake, I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, I'm so excited. So you know it's gonna be kind of weird. I'm kind of into that though for a Friday the Thirteenth show. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get more kaleidoscope scenes, uh, kaleidoscope sex scenes. <laughs> Are we going to get another social worker being stuffed into a horse? If you don't know, these are all references to Hannibal. <laughs> Real things that happen. Yeah. Uh, will someone impregnate a pig with human DNA? What the fuck? That happens. I don't remember that. That was season three. Oh, yeah. Um... I remember watching that being like, this is some of the most fucked up shit I've ever seen, and this is an NBC show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this belongs on um, FX, on HBO on Midnight. <laughs> Alright, Sandman Season 2 announced. Very excited for this, mm-hmm. because, my god, there was a lot of speculation that it was just not gonna happen. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad it is. Um, I have not read Sandman, so do you have an idea of where the story... you? Do you have an idea where the story's going? Uh, very little. <clears throat> I've only read the first part of the first Omnibus. And, uh, I mean... Doesn't that cover season one, essentially? Yes and no, from what I've seen. I okay. mean, there's some parts they kept out of it. But, okay. But, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited for another season, because they had some crazy good episodes, like capsule episodes, too. Oh, God. There are actually episodes of TV Mm-hmm. Where it this, I miss the days of a TV show having a beginning, a middle, and an ending to that particular episode. Yeah, we don't really get that anymore. It's just a <laughs> ten-hour-long movie at mm-hmm. times, and sometimes it's a really good thing. Mm-hmm. But it just makes me miss those days of just simplicity mm-hmm. um, with TV and like, yeah, the some of the I don't even say bottle episodes, but yeah, just a contained story while also moving the plot forward. Yeah, um, is. Just, it was brilliant, brilliant writing that show. And it was so funny, Neil Gaiman going after all the races and shit on Twitter. Yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, Neil Gaiman, I love you. Uh, um, so, uh, yeah, next up on the news here, we got Lionsgate interested in pursuing AAA John Wick game. Uh, there's already, already uh, John Wick Hex, yeah. uh, created by uh, Mike Bithell, mm-hmm. uh, who is a fantastic, fantastic uh creative director Mm -hmm. um we have been fielding proposals we certainly are interested in moving that forward but i don't want to say anything more about that at this time said the ceo yeah do you have a developer in mind that you'd like to see do this actually i was thinking remedy (laughs) yeah actually remedy would be great uh if they could pull it off combat wise platinum's usually pretty good yeah Ooh, that's (laughs) that's a really good call that's a really good call but story wise i don't think they could do that because they do we really watch john wick movies for the story hey the first one yeah <laughs> yeah the first one sure but after that we're just going for the bang yeah bang 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 yeah bang 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 and they're all heads yeah they're all faces <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just shooting people in the goddamn face um 
Yeah, I'm super excited. Um, if it happens, at least. Like, it just says they're shopping around. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, might be doing John Wick here on the podcast soon, because that comes out pretty soon. Oh, that's true, yeah. Um, Westworld has been canceled after four seasons. The creators were hoping for a fifth and final. Um, this really shows me that this show costs way too much to even give them the final season, and I think this is another Zaslav cutoff. Yeah. <laughs> I really do think it's a David Zaslav. The dude has been canceling everything, if you don't know, mm-hmm. at HBO um, for tax write-offs. Um, and he's just kind of all in on franchises now, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Um, he just wants to franchise the shit out of everything. Um, whatever's get some money again, like, yeah. apparently. Um, what, how much did Westworld did you watch? Uh, season one and most of two. That was me too. Oh, wait, no. Season one, two, and, uh, some of three. Okay. That was where I got So you got into the Aaron Paul era. Yeah. Okay. And he I was not did. the problem with that. It just was <laughs> not well written, I felt like, compared to the other two. I think it just took a... A turn that I wasn't really enjoying. It for me, season two, it was like the writers started smelling their own farts, and yeah, it was smelled like roses to them. Um, <laughs> like yeah, like they were just kind of up their own asses mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, that season one Westworld is a top ten season of TV ever. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it's just got that like it's got that Bioshock type twist to it too. Yeah, um, with the a certain set of words that can trigger something and i was like oh my it just brought me back to bioshock and this made me go jonathan nolan can you make bioshock <laughs> please i'd be into that that'd be awesome yeah um and then get rid of all the rest of the writers um <laughs> and just get your uh, person of interest writers hell that was a good show run yeah, by yeah. jonathan nolan mm-hmm. um instead of faces in that show they shot in e-caps <laughs> Sean Wick would be angry. Um, Andor season two is happening, and um, we'll go to uh, Yavin. Apparently, we're probably going to see like the birth of Yavin, maybe a little bit. That's cool. I still haven't watched this show at all. I just, I want to, and it, the finale just airs, so now I can just marathon it. That might be my, um, I don't know, my Thanksgiving day or something. I don't yeah. know. We'll see. Um, but. I'm glad everyone loves this show. And you and me were kind of like, yeah, I don't really see the point of this. Apparently we were just dead-ass wrong. Apparently it's really good. I did watch it, actually. Oh, you did? Yeah, I, I haven't watched the, the final episode. But, okay. But it, it's not bad. I've seen everybody online freaking out about how good it is. I feel like it's okay. <laughs> okay. So, I don't know. I, I don't want to say anything since you haven't uh, is it watched it yet. more so it's just not the type of Star Wars you want? No, because... Because I know people like certain different... It's kind of like Marvel. Some people like different aspects of the universe, and it's like some people want just the lightsaber fights and the, yeah. the four shit. Some people do like the espionage side ship, which I think Andor seems to be more of that. Yeah, it's definitely, <clears throat> if you're going to go Mandalorian is action, this is political thriller, mm. for sure. Okay. And it's the <clears throat> best of the best that you could get for that. In a Star, in Wars. A Star Wars, yeah, <laughs> not the prequels. There are some, yeah, there's some absolute like top tier acting in here. There's mm. a monologue by somebody I won't tell you who yet. But is it Andy Circus? No, it's not. okay because he's been all over. 
That's not a spoiler that he's in this show. He's almost on every image of, like, articles that I see about this show. He's front and center. I'm like, oh, Andy Serkis is in this. Yeah. That's interesting, because he played Snoke. Yeah. I do like his character, though, so... <laughs> well, he's a great actor. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, there's a lot of good for the show. It's just parts in the middle are kind of mid to me. So... <laughs> okay, gotcha. All right. I'll watch it eventually. I still have to watch Tales of the Jedi, which probably would take me all of an hour to watch. <laughs> and I, still, I still haven't even done that. Um, a Gears of War movie. Why is there a hashtag in front of it? Whatever. Um, a Gears of War movie is coming to Netflix, but uh, the video game franchise is also getting an adult animated series. Uh, the door is open for even more Gears of War projects to happen in the future. Uh, I'll throw this to you. Because <laughs> you're the Gears of War guy. <laughs> well, that's saying something, because I haven't played any of the games in a long time. Well, I'm way <laughs> less of a fan. I think the games are fine. That's yeah. kind of why I've always been with the games. Uh, I think they'd make a really good like blockbuster-type movie. Uh, and obviously, I know Batista Oh, has, yeah, Dave has been... He's been petitioning to become uh, Marcus Phoenix, the main character, and I'd be seriously down for that. He's the... I just thought he'd make a good Kratos... Uh, yeah, he would actually, but he's got the tattoos. That'd be hard to cover. <laughs> he's got I, so many tattoos. Yeah, I think he would be a good uh, Marcus Phoenix, though. I think he he already has been shown in the armor for some. some and he looks ads. fantastic in yeah. it. <laughs> All he needs is the like handkerchief on his head. I love how much of a dork he is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that's just awesome. I I like seeing this new age of like actors, like that just grew up with video games probably and stuff yeah. like that. It's just cool to see. Alright, this is a weird one, but it kind of makes sense to me when I thought about it. According to MTN via uh, VGC, the Horizon franchise is heading online with an MMO from the makers of Guild Wars and Guild Wars 2, <laughs> um, which that's a great developer. Mm -hmm. Guild Wars is awesome. I think that was the first MMO I ever played. Yeah, I played it at your house, actually. That was the first time I ever played it. That was the only MMO, like... Oh my god, I don't even remember. I have no memory of this. <laughs> I have no memory of this. God, that's how long we've known each other. Uh, however, NC Soft has refused to confirm the existence of the game. I actually think this makes a lot of sense. If you could do like a Monster Hunter blend, Monster Hunter meets, and plus like the cities and stuff like that, those just seem like hubs mm -hmm. for a bunch of people to gather in and upgrade their shit. Definitely. The game is kind of structured in a way that kind of looks like an MMO, like the towns, I mean. Mm -hmm. So this actually makes a lot of sense just from a design perspective. Yeah. And just to make your own... A lot of people don't like Aloy for some reason. Um, uh, she talks too much. I'm like, well, then make it a podcast game. Just turn it off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, that's what... I've ne like the people that had the complaints of AOI talks so much during the game. I'm like, I don't even notice because I had the volume turned down and I'm listening to something else. Yeah. Um, Plus, I mean, it's an RPG. Like, she's the main character. Why does she <laughs> not talk so much? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I think people just really like the shit on that franchise for some reason. It also just. Both games came out during such a horrible time. Yeah. First Breath of the Wild, then Elder Rain. It's just kind of gotten the brunt of bad release date mm -hmm. uh release windows yeah um but yeah this could be cool i'm probably not gonna play it but it makes sense mm -hmm. what about you uh yeah if it's a monster hunter type game you already got me so i've played every single one of those i'll probably play this <laughs> but yeah i don't know as long as it's not turn-based fighting which they've already ncsoft doesn't really do anymore 
Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm down for it. Whatever comes of it. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is also going to be thrown to you. Dragon Age Absolution, based on Bioware's fantasy game series, premieres December 9th, only on Netflix. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm interested in it. Uh, there's a lot of world to, to still explore mm. for Dragon Age. Um, the last few games have been more uh, politics-based, which has been kind of not my thing for Dragon Age. I didn't really feel like that would be... There's a lot of that Inquisition, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's... I, I was hoping for more of, like, Dark Spawn and Dragons and that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it could go anywhere, so I'm excited for it. And, I mean, Netflix has had a few good uh, animations in the past, so... Oh, yeah, especially with video games. Yeah. They, I mean, Castlevania is one of my favorite shows. Yeah. <laughs> I adore that show. Um, so, yeah, I, it could be good, it could be really bad, but I'll definitely watch it either way just because it says Dragon Age on it. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I didn't even know you had a Dragon Age tattoo until that last episode. Um, that one episode where you mentioned it. Mm-hmm. All right. Margot Robbie has confirmed that plans for a more female-focused Pirates of the Caribbean movie have been scrapped at Disney. This was not surprising to me. There have been zero news about this for years at this point. Wasn't this announced like two years ago? Yeah, I think so. Um, like, maybe COVID got in the way of production. So they decided just to scrap it. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure. Um, Margot Robbie just seemed like a she would make a good pirate, though. I mean, she can always just be in a different pirate movie. But I was actually kind of excited for like a semi reboot of the franchise because mm-hmm. um, I do think that you do just need to get away from um, Jack Sparrow. Not I'm not even going to get into the whole Johnny Depp, yeah, um, Amber Heard thing. Um, do quote my favorite. A line in uh, Pulp Fiction. My name's Paul, and the shit's between y'all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's just kind of how I feel about that whole situation. Um, so, but anything you want to mention about it, or you just kind of like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. This. Yeah. All right. <laughs> this is a really cool one. Jason Bloom, head of, uh, I think one of the heads of Bloom House, essentially, and James Wan are merging their horror companies, creating one mega supplier of horror movies for Universal. Ooh. I like the sound of that. Yes, I do too. <laughs> I do too. Uh, if you don't know, James Wan has spawned uh, some of the most... <laughs> uh, might be one of the most prolific horror directors of our generation because mm-hmm. he spawned Conjuring, Insidious, and Saw. Mm-hmm. Like, the dude just knows how to make things that know how to make money. Yeah. <laughs> He's very good at that. And, uh, yeah, I'm super excited for this. Uh, whenever I'm curious to see, like what their first project is mm-hmm. um yeah I, I don't know where i have no idea where this could uh does this mean uh, uh do we get a james wan halloween movie in five years <laughs> <laughs> please no even though it would probably be good but no not another halloween movie <laughs> <laughs> we'd be up to 14 at that point yeah. um i still can't believe michael myers passed jason at the num- michael hit 13 Jason hit 12 and hasn't hit 13. Yeah. The franchise is called Friday the 13th. It's just infuriating to fans. Yeah. And we haven't just gotten that. Um, Bob Iger is returning to Disney as CEO. Chappic out immediately. Mm-hmm. I actually let out an audible, whoa, at my work yeah. when I read this. 
Um, that's insane. Yeah, um, I, I've heard some of the rumors, but I, I mean, we we don't need to get into those. But it's uh, again, you know, my name's change. Paul, and the shit's between y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it should be an interesting change. I back, I guess. What a strange yeah piece of news. Um, <laughs> yeah, it just feels like Bob Iger's gonna do it until he drops. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, that was it for the news. So now we're going to get into our recommendations and where to stream. Uh, do you want to go first or should I go first? Uh, I can go first. Okay. Uh, so I, I think you probably know by now I'm kind of a Trekkie. Uh, yes. So if there's a place to really start if you don't particularly know too much about Star Trek. Hey, you're talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> That's just kind of a fun time. Uh, yeah. I, I'm recommending a Star Trek Lower Decks, which Lower is Decks. A, uh, an uh, animated show that's on Paramount+. Plus. Okay. Uh, it takes place in a like new ship with a new crew. Mm. Uh, it's really silly. It's not taking itself seriously like the shows <laughs> do. And it, it specifically is about the crew members that are on the lower decks that don't do things on the bridge oh okay uh okay cool yeah so i mean it's and all the voices are people you probably know from different things oh i'm sure yeah, yeah. so yeah okay. give it a shot all right yeah uh, i might just do that yeah and it just finished well, season three and yeah like i said paramount plus all right uh so my recommendation um I'm recommending um recommending uh my first book. Oh, wow. Uh my first novel here. Um it is actually a James so uh my dad got me into uh James Bond and some of my recommendations this month have just been dedications to him. Mm-hmm. Um since it's his death day this month, so I just been wanting to I just wanted to do that. And so uh my book is called Forever and a Day, and it was not written by Ian Fleming. This oh. is this is actually written in twenty eighteen. Um, by Anthony Horowitz, who is like an award-winning uh, British author, and um, this is actually the prequel to Casino Royale, which is super interesting. So I, I've always said, hey, if you when you reboot James Bond, maybe re- adapt this book. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be a good place. Um, so yeah, it's pre Casino Royale. He gets his first mission. He has to go investigate another. Uh, Double uh, O's death, kind of like um, Octopussy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that's a real name of a movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh god, I'm sorry. It has uh, probably the best Bond girl, ep- like my absolute favorite Bond girl in the entire franchise. Wow. Um, and she's just she's proactive <laughs> in the movie. She's not the damsel in distress he has to save. She actually saves him. Um, at some points in the novel, um, I will say just like um, <laughs> just like every other Bond movie, the plot of the villain is stupid as shit, and that's like the least interesting part of the story. Um, but in terms of just characters and uh, James and the Bond girl, I uh, I read this book before pandemic started, <laughs> so my memory's a little hazy on it. Her name is Sixteen, I believe. Which is interesting, book numbers. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to say anything more. Um, The third act is kind of like if Speed 2 was a good movie. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> sorry, but that's a horrible, horrible movie. <laughs> Just one knot, seven knots. As they're crashing, I'm like, hmm, this is just, this is slogging along here. Um, and then the guy is on the ground, and he goes, zero knots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's awful. Um, but, yeah, Forever and a Day, the 007 novel. Um, you know, you can probably, I'm pretty sure you can just buy it on Amazon. It's 10 bucks. It's on Audible. Um, I'm sure it's on uh, all the usual digital book places as well. But yeah, Forever a Day, uh, the James Bond novel. Um, nowadays, when I read James Bond novels, I can't help but actually picture Daniel Craig in my head. <laughs> Even yeah. though the description of the character is completely different in the mm. book. Oh, and I will say, this does not have any of the sexist tropings that some of the older Bond books have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, I think there's literally a line in Casino Royale about uh, women should stay in the kitchen like it's like a literal line um that's just how those books were back then unfortunately um and some of the movies <laughs> especially the connery ones yeah um but it's a great book and it's super short it's not i don't even, i think it's like barely 200 pages so it's a pretty short read um i really liked it and so yeah that's my recommendation um alex i think you'd uh, dig it if you just want a quick read i read it in like two days yeah. um yeah like two sittings i think mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm some James Bond, so yeah, yeah, it's a good, it's a good, good time. All right. Uh, so next week, uh, this is gonna be probably the most unique movie maybe we ever do on this podcast. Uh, it's a movie called. So next week will be a movie called Lock. Um, L O C K E. Um. And it is on HBO Max. Hopefully, it'll stay there. Yeah. Unlike Bronson, I'm so sorry to everyone, by the way, if you watch Bronson along with us. I said it was on, I think I said it was on Tubi and a few things and Voodoo. It just went away, like, in the middle of the month. And I was like, really? Like, the contract just had to end in the middle of November. It couldn't yeah. be at the end of November. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was so annoyed. So I'm, I apologize if you all had to pay uh, four bucks and you didn't like it. <laughs> um, but yeah, next week will be Locke and... Um, I would say, don't really <laughs> expect too much from this movie. <laughs> it's uh, don't expect a crazy ass ending mm-hmm. uh, or anything. It's kind of a straightforward film. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if several people do not like this movie, but I thought we could do something a little bit more experimental. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just a really interesting point in a twenty fours era because it's like in their first ten movies they ever made. Oh, wow. So it's. Interesting to see where they go. It's like, oh, they've been doing weird experimental shit this whole time. Mm. Um, but yeah. All right. So that is Locke on uh, uh, HBO Max. And uh, actually, I just want to talk about where did you first see... Uh, now we're getting the Bronson talk here. But where did you first see Tom Hardy? Oh, uh, the first place I probably noticed him was Inception. And that's that was me long- too. Yeah, a long time down the line of his career, kind of. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he'd been in several things before that. Uh, he'd been in a Guy Ritchie movie, uh, Rock and Rolla. He was in, um, what's that Daniel Craig movie? Layer Cake. Oh, yeah. He's in Layer okay. Cake as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was in a lot of those British mob movies uh, mm-hmm. back in the day. 
Um, and then he's in an episode of Band of Brothers at the very end of the series. Oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> like, you see him for 10 seconds. <laughs> and uh, if you don't look closely, you can easily miss him. He's like on the back of a truck or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that was the first time I saw him. And then he was so igna- um, charismatic. And, uh, and so I was like, who is this guy? Mm-hmm. And I started looking. I was like, oh, he did this movie, Bronson. What's this? And then I just started looking more into his career. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, and then, <laughs> Witcher Hickory, um, I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name, so I just like to say it like this, N- uh, the director, Nicholas Wanning Ruffon, um, it's, it's just way more fun to say it, it's probably wrong, but that's fine, um, but have you seen, like, Drive? I have seen Drive, yeah. Valhalla, is it Valhalla that Rising? Mads Mikkelsen? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've seen that too. Yeah, so that's both of his movies. Mm-hmm. Um, he also did uh, Neon Demon, which is a very controversial movie. I have not seen that one. That's Dakota Fanning, isn't it? Or I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's supposed to be um, quite a dark ass film. Really? Um, yeah, kind of like Black Swan oh, type of. Yeah. Um, Sam, what's getting to Bronson? Um, Alex, I really haven't heard your thoughts. You're just like, I don't know how to feel about this movie. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> I liked it. Uh, to Not what some you expected. Extent, yes. Uh, yeah, it was a very odd movie. It's like I I said it last week. Get ready for a very weird European movie because that's exactly what this is. Uh, let Let me put it this way: there were other people in the movie, but it felt like a one man show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which what well which pretty much it was when you look at the parts where he actually was talking to an audience a fake audience yeah which is <laughs> probably my favorite aspect of the film is just those monologue moments yeah um the scene where he is just switching back and forth talking to himself about i want my hotel room back yeah and is a no 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 <laughs> like that's switching back i'm like that's an oscar right there yeah. folks come on the fuck on <laughs> um it's just a weird european movie so i didn't really get recognized in that sense but i think he won at like the baftas and stuff like oh, that for it cool. yeah so like he was recognized for this role and i this is probably what got him bane mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and warrior for that matter um <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I, I really love this movie. Um, I do think it, the fourth act is a little, like, okay, let's just kind of move this along with the art, the art, (laughs) like, there's, like, four acts of this movie, uh, his previous is, like, young adult life, the funny farm, (laughs) (laughs) and then back to prison, or becoming an underground fighter mm-hmm. because he caused so much damage. Like, just leave. <laughs> Which is... This is all a true story. This movie is based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Hardy and uh, Michael Peterson himself have actually talked and interviewed mm-hmm. uh, Tom Hardy, and apparently uh, Michael Peterson took a liking to Tom Hardy. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, interviewed him several times in jail, and Tom Hardy said he was a very nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> Which it shows uh, when he's not... Uh... Yeah, and shit out everybody. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, the first scene of this movie really sets a tone, I think, where yeah. it's just naked Tom Hardy doing push-ups with no audio from him, but you can see him just kind of like screaming almost, mm-hmm. and he's just butt-ass naked with this red light, and it's just playing that incredible song. The soundtrack is incredible in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, like even when the and I love how um, the way the title sequence comes into how he just goes. 
and then just dead pans. You're like, oh, this is the kind of movie we're in for. <laughs> yeah. um, and I, I love it for that, honestly. Mm. That was his performance. What did you think of his performance? Oh, excellent. It it definitely deserves some kind of award. He's it's funny too. He's funny in this movie at times. <laughs> like it's like there's one part that just always has me howling laughing, which is uh, you have to take the these pills, oh. stick them up your fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like his eyes when he says ass, they just get huge. And uh, there's so many scenes in this movie that just had me rolling laughing. Uh, was the one that you were thinking of? The one I'm thinking of. It's probably my favorite scene because it's so ridiculous. <laughs> he uh, keeps the librarian guy in his cell with him. <laughs> and, he has and he's like, time to get some war paint on. He's like, rub it on my back. No, rub it on my ass. <laughs> on my ass. <laughs> Not in my ass, you fucking homo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, Amber oh, was like, "I can't believe this is a real scene right now." Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, I'm just howling at most of the things he's doing, or just like, like when he's just talking about, um, like the first like montage in the movie where he's like, talks about how he just loves beating people, and it just cuts to him going, <laughs> just smiling and nodding, just cuts back to him being the shades, just like, <laughs> like he's just so ha- proud of himself. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's like the face paint during some of his. Uh, Oh, the dance number. <laughs> when he starts singing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, he just does that insane, yeah. like, face. Like, his tongue sticking out. Just mm-hmm. a, kind of frothing at the mouth, almost. It's just... This movie is absolutely insane, but mm-hmm. I think it's a movie that's not required viewing. But I'm like, you're never going to see another movie like this. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people, like, if you look at the poster, it says a 21st century Clockwork Orange. Mm-hmm pretty accurate yeah um a lot less sexual assault um which is a good thing yeah um but yeah um and then that and then yeah i didn't he does commit murder but he does it to like a child pedophile because mm. the dude invites him to like uh like during the funny farm he's like how do i get out of this oh, i'll just kill this dude and because he invites him to a threesome with like a nine-year-old i was like okay oh, yeah, I don't know if you caught that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I was like, is that what he meant by that? That's terrifying. Um, yeah. Um, and I... God, I'm sorry, we're kind of going over the place because this movie's kind of all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not even told in like a succinct, like, here's the beginning of a story mm-hmm. and here's the end. It kind of goes back and forth a little bit. But I just love, there's that moment where there's this like orchestra music and he has a suit on, walking through, ready to leave. Mm-hmm. And the way Tom Hardy walks in this movie yeah. <laughs> is so unique. Like, he has, it's constantly making a fist. It's, like, out here is... It's mm-hmm. almost like a waddle, almost. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, there's a part where he just walks by, but he goes, keep your chin up, mate. Like, it's not even funny. Yeah. But it's his body language and the way he delivers the line. I'm like, God, it's such a... He's so good in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I wanted to do a Tom Hardy run because he's been in so much schlock yeah. in recent years, uh, besides like, uh, Revenant. That's a Leonardo DiCaprio show more yeah. so than a Tom Hardy show. So, um, <laughs> the dance party also had me laughing because there's this one dude in the front. It's like, I'm just going to show off my fucking dance moves. <laughs> and like, he just is going all, I was like, man, this dude's really into this. Good for him. Um, <laughs> I didn't feel like the funny farm was, like, mentally 
I didn't think it was exploiting mental people at all. Mm. I was just like, he's here. It, they weren't making fun of it or anything. They were just kind of showing it yeah. more so. Uh, there was no... Didn't feel mean. Mm-hmm. Um, the Funny Farm... Yeah, you probably could have called it something different. Yeah. But I think that's just his... Speaks to... Eh, that is something he would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, did you have a favorite, like, scene in the movie? Or was it the one you were talking about? It, it was that, the one it was I was that talking one. about. Yeah, that one just, like, had me laughing. And <laughs> I was watching it in the middle of the night. I had to be quiet because my roommate was already sleeping. But I was trying not to laugh my ass off. <laughs> um... Yeah, and I just, <laughs> I lo- and then this the very beginning of the movie, the cops come to his house like when he, before he even has the mustache or anything, just sitting there and the cops are like Michael Peterson, you have to come with us. And he just reaches over and just decks this cop and this the sound it makes just had me howling laughing too. <laughs> like, it, it's just like the way these song. It's such a weirdly shot film too, just like. Um, vibrant ass colors. Sometimes it's very dark mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And other times there are just shots that are just like full of color. Um, one of my favorite shots in the movie is actually just when Tom Hardy, it's his back and this is that light shining down on him mm-hmm. and it just goes up with that, like kind of the main song of the movie. And you just see his shoulder blades mm-hmm. and his back muscles. I'm like, holy shit. And he has talked about how every time he has to get in that shape, because he's actually not that tall of a dude. He's like five ten. He's like our height practically. Yeah. Like he's like I've, I'm always uncomfortable <laughs> when I'm that big. And yeah. I'm like I can see why because <laughs> he's yeah like he was. I think the biggest he's been is Warrior. Mm-hmm. Like just like when you look at him, he's just massive in that movie. Um, oh, and I just thought there was like some weird little details in this movie like in the funny farm there's just a there's like cones around just like a destroyed piece of wood and i was like why is that there <laughs> like it's just like you wonder what happened there yeah um just things like that um oh yeah and then the scene number charlie versus Broadmoor, <laughs> and uh yeah and tom hardy seems that entire thing himself mm-hmm. um <laughs> when he goes into the <laughs> He goes into the house. He just looks at his picture of himself. I was very small. <laughs> <laughs> he just says like, oh, and then like he meets the, the European Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Who, um... Just keeps in, showing up. <laughs> just keeps showing up like when he needs to be in a fight. Um, yeah. <laughs> I give you fucking magic in there. You pissed on someone, darling. That's hardly entertainment. <laughs> like... <laughs> Uh, it's just, oh yeah, and then he gets, like, I had the whole plot written down, but man, it's just really all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, the ending of this movie, <laughs> with holding the art teacher hostage, yeah. it's actually unsettling. <laughs> yeah. Because he is, one, he's butt-ass naked, covered in black paint. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not doing a blackface, his whole body is just covered in black paint, he's just being a weird dude. Yeah. Um... And uh, shoves an apple in his mouth and kind of makes like art like eyes over his lashes. It's just a very awkward. I'm like I kind of didn't need this scene. I think I, the I movie. I kind of liked it. Actually. I liked it. I just like I feel like it could have moved a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, I I fucking love this movie. I'm glad you at least enjoyed it and had some yeah. laughs with it. <laughs> um, but yeah, what uh, what else do you want to say about it? 
Uh, I don't know if there's much else to say because, it, it, like I said, it is a one-man show. He, but he kills it. And, yeah. And at every aspect of his performance, there's just he is uh, just got a screw loose there. <laughs> Tom already knows how to play with the screw loose very yeah. well. Like I said, he could easily play Joker. Yeah. <laughs> easily play Joker. Um, he does at points in this movie. Like there's that guy, and the way he can just go from menacing to funny and mm-hmm. like that yeah. is just so good uh like i said like he can just go from laughing to just deadpan with these intense eyes mm-hmm. in a second and you're kind of like oh god that's scary um <laughs> <laughs> the way he can just do that mm. um i actually think he's like an underrated actor yeah, like i don't I think he's really gotten the love he deserves is that because he's kind of picked some bad projects lately Probably, but he's getting that Venom money. I'm sure that gets him a yeah. huge paycheck. <laughs> um, uh, I will recommend uh, his show that he wrote with his dad, uh, Taboo. Ta- I need to watch Taboo yeah. still. Yeah, like, yeah, a TV show of Tom Hardy? Yeah, please. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I haven't watched that. <laughs> um, just one of those, oh, it's a it's a new show, so I'm mm-hmm. hesitant to watch it. Yeah. I'm just weird like that these days. Um, oh, <laughs> There's that part where they he first gets arrested. Don't worry, son. You'll be out in three years, not the five. Oh, yeah. And the way he just goes, like he just like kind of doubles like, back. What? Like he's like, no, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> like the I, I don't know, it's just a double back. I was like, God, that was such a natural way he did that. <laughs> um, and then yeah, just like how he talks about prison. I love that. Like it's. Um, it was cutting edge. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was just on the edge. Um, like just the way he talks about it. It's like, um, it was a hotel room and he talks about like, can't really ask for anything more. Got a mattress, a toilet, a sink. It's really all a man needs. And yeah. he's like, um, he's like, and the food here at this one prison was exquisite compared to this one prison. Like he's talking about like he's traveled the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like, I, yeah, I just love all that. And, I think he's still in jail to this day, mm-hmm. um, which is insane because yeah. this happened a long time ago. I think this happened in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know what else to say about this movie other than uh, if you watched it along with us, I hope you uh, um, enjoyed it. Um, oh, and I just love the line: "Prison was a place to harness my my tools, hone my skills." Mm-hmm. I was like, "God, that's terrifying." Yeah. <laughs> Um, and yeah, the, just a walkthrough, it's like this whimsical, it sounds like Pokemon music almost. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when he's walking through prison, he's just happy to be back. <laughs> um, yeah, I love the score in this movie. The soundtrack is yeah. awesome. Um, the final kick of the, the main theme at the very end. Of oh, the with the red, yeah. the red, I was like, oh, that's such a good way to yeah. end it. <laughs> um, yeah, I love that main theme. It just sounds like a Hotline Miami. Yeah. Sounds like a Hotline Miami sound a little bit. Um, um, this is kind of... Well, it's on topic for the character. Yeah. But I have never seen it. I have been told it's very good. Um, there's also another uh, movie about Bronson that is... Oh, okay. By Eric, the main character is Eric Bana. And oh, he, that's interesting. Yeah. And uh, it's called Chopper. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So I've heard it's really good. I don't know if it holds up. To Eric this. Bana, though. Yeah. That's I know. just an interesting choice. Yeah. But so is Tom Hardy, really. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah, in general, uh, I I did like it. It had some very weird choices, but I think that 
fit into the the theme of the movie. <laughs> and just the kind of insane nature of it all. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it has this um, unique energy about the film. Yeah. And the pacing is very methodical in a way that, um, like... Yeah, every anytime that he was just talking to the audience, I was like, I am so in on this. Mm. I remember watching this movie, I was like, this is so cool and unique. Like, I've never seen anything in a movie since that. Yeah. It's that's just really has never been done, uh, even since then or before that. So mm. um Yeah, this is a very different movie for us to do. Um <laughs> yeah, you won't do the seven years, you'll be out in four. It's <laughs> <laughs> just the way he reacts. <coughs> and I do like excuse me. Oh, just breaks down crying first. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't want to go to prison at first, and then he just kind of adapted to it. <laughs> and that's in the beginning of the movie, him as a kid just decking his teacher. Yeah. And throwing the chair. And the teacher's, like, freaked out, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Um. Yeah, just stick him up your fucking ass. Um. So good. Um, yeah, the scene number. Yeah, I think that's actually like most of my notes because I think we've kind of hit all the big points here. Yeah. Um, yeah, the underground uh, fight scenes. How he's just kind of showing off, and the dude just turns him around and punches him. He's like, "The fuck you doing?" Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah, and then, yeah. He holds someone's hostage in a cell. The lube scene is, uh, and uh, just so much Tom Hardy, uh, Tom Hard on penis, if you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, just. Yeah, really letting that thing uh, just um, went into angle dangle. <laughs> blow, it, blow it in the wind. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that's uh, that's about it for Bronson. And uh, actually, I wanted to, because we had that candy uh, question. I was like, it could oh, be yeah. cool to ask like a random question that we could talk about. Mm-hmm. Kind of close this out. So... Um, since I recommended a book, I thought, what is your all-time favorite book? Uh, it is... It's a book I have... Ever... Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Good, bad, good, good. <laughs> I'm... Uh, me, personally, I'll put it in uh, good, good, but it's not that far away from being that good, bad, just because it is such a weird movie. I think good, bad is probably where I'm going to mm. put it. Okay, fair. I think this is the first time we've disagreed yeah. <laughs> on that. <laughs> yeah. uh, which is fine. That's yeah. fine. We don't need to agree on every little thing. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry. All-time favorite book. Uh, so <clears throat> this this is going to be weird because it's a book I've technically never finished. Oh. well, <laughs> I've read it like three or four times up to almost the end. Is it it? <laughs> no, no, it is not. Because that'd be like, that yeah, that makes sense. That's a long ass novel. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to read a child um, Bane train scene. <laughs> yeah, oh. How much coke was he doing during Rain? Apparently a lot. <laughs> he, he has said as such. He used to do coke. Yeah. He <laughs> we, we, we was writing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, so the book is called <sighs> Lost Gods. Uh, I've never is, even heard of this. Um, it is by Brom. Uh, who. Brom. Yeah, he's done books that have... Well, done a book that's turned into a movie. It was uh, Krampus. Mm. Krampus was a book that was uh, that he made. Based on the movie? Uh, no. Just, he, just a Krampus book. Yeah, Krampus okay. book that turned into a movie. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, uh, gotcha. Yeah, uh, so <sighs> it's about a um, person that gets killed for some nefarious reasons, but... Mm. Uh, it's about his journey through hell. It's almost like Dante, 
but oh okay but it's like a really interesting depiction of it and where everybody goes and if they are gonna get pulled to hell and just the different sins that people have mm-hmm. committed and what the different areas look like it's very like uh it puts a lot of detail into this okay yeah but interesting what, what about you for a long time, when I was younger, it was Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban hmm. uh, in my younger in my younger years. But um, uh, Alex, you know, I like um, everything as dark as humanly possible in my shit. Um, <laughs> so my favorite book of all time, to probably no one's surprise, is The Road. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's my all time favorite book. It's a quick. Quick, nice read. Double space lining. Gotta love that. <laughs> um, I want people thinking I'm some kind of reader. Um, <laughs> ugh, ugh, books. Ugh. <laughs> I'm joking. I just recommended one. Um, but yeah, just a really dark novel. The movie, the book starts off with, you know, teaching his son how to <laughs> kill himself with a pistol. Oh, man. Um, it's a dark novel. It's also actually has a really great movie adaption that I'm surprised has never gotten like another run at it. Yeah. Because it was kind of a, uh, I don't think it was in theaters or if it was, it was select theaters. Mm-hmm. But it's actually probably one of my favorite like book adaption movies actually yeah. with Viggo Mortensen. Um, it's kind of the precursor to Last of Us mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Uh, just a father and a son instead uh, traveling to the East Coast to try to find a boat so they can escape. Um, and there's cannibals involved. And essentially, yeah, the dad teaches his son to kill himself so he doesn't have to get eaten alive. Yeah. Um, it's a very dark novel, but it's absolutely fantastic. It's Cormac McCarthy, um, who, you know, legendary author at this point. No Country for Old Men. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've seen that movie, he wrote that novel. I haven't read that novel, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen it at Barnes & Noble a bunch of times. I've almost pulled the trigger. <laughs> I haven't, but I do want to read it. But, yeah, I would say... Uh, yeah, definitely uh, The Road. It's just it's just like... It's one of those books I read like every two years or so. Because mm-hmm. it is like a two-day... Two-day, two two-sitting kind of... It's like, I'll read 100 pages. I usually mm-hmm. try to read 100 pages if I were to read a book. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least hit a um <laughs> i hate just ending a book in the middle of pages like i need to start at the beginning of a chapter yeah are you the same way yeah, definitely. okay <laughs> and you, you ever been like dozed off and you're like oh god can i make it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can i get through this and then there's just times where i think what book was i reading oh harry potter five and i was like in the middle of the book and I just shut it in my seat. I was like, I don't remember where I was. <laughs> I just searched for like 10 minutes. I was in the yeah. 300s. I don't even know. Yep. <laughs> uh, my God. But yeah, this is a fun time, Alex. And uh, it was good to do this in person again. Definitely. Um, uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed us talking about our two favorite bald boys. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll be back uh, possibly... Probably uh, next week. Yeah. Uh, just next week, not two weeks from now, because Alex is actually going out of town. Uh, God damn you. Um, <laughs> but uh, we are actually going to be doing Locke, since Locke is going to be such a short discussion. Uh, we are actually going to do uh, video game award predictions, and we will actually uh, try to write these down, see who wins in the end. No one's going to... Um, Maybe one of us can buy the other pizza or something. I don't know. Or <laughs> I don't really care. Or I can just be um, bragging rights. 
But, uh, yeah, so we'll be back next week with a short discussion of Locke, which is on HBO Max. Um, if you guys hate it, uh, write into our emails and tell me how much I am an idiot for recommending this movie. Um, <laughs> uh, two real idiots at gmail.com, right? Yep. Uh, and that's real, R-E-E-L. Um, and, yeah, we'll see you guys just next week, and I hope you all have a uh, safe, safe Thanksgiving. Um, drive safe, everyone.